Hello, good people. If you're tired of a world of fake news, fake personalities, and fake images, you're tuned into the right place. This is Sean Barksdale, and this is 10 Minutes of Truth. Forget about what somebody else think about you. What do you think about you? Your past don't define you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Sean Barksdale, and this is 10 Minutes of Truth. As you know, we've had my beautiful daughter, Asia Barksdale, on for the last couple of weeks. And we're going to continue this uh, conversation that we've been having. How you doing today, Asia? I'm excited. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. How's this situation going on with school, first of all? It's all right. You know, it's school. So you go to VCU. What 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 is college life like? Because I've you know, I got a GD. So <laughs> what is what is that like? Well, really, the, I can't tell you the full college experience, you know, with COVID going on. <laughs> right. So everything is pretty much virtual, taking virtual classes. Okay. You were speaking about um, having to take a double major and stuff like that. I hope that, you know, you're able to figure that out. Let's get uh, back into a couple of questions uh, that I had. I just never asked you before. Like I said, most people know, you know, me and Asia's um, history of um, me being in prison for almost 15 years and her growing up with me in prison and the uniqueness of that. The question that I have about us coming up in prison, right, was what did you like about coming to see me if you liked anything? Because I don't like going to prison so (laughs) if there was anything what did you like about coming to see me in prison honestly I really really did not like going to see you in prison you know my grandmother my family could tell you that I really didn't like going you know the whole process of waking up on the weekend on a Saturday or Sunday from the time visitation started from the time it ended we were there the whole entire time right but the one things or some of the things that I did like coming to see you is we would always, you know, play Uno. We play several rounds of Uno. <laughs> Ma loved Uno. <laughs> yeah. She still loved Uno. She just, you, y'all should see my mom when she played Uno. She, I mean, she's like a kid, you know. Uh, yeah, but um, I, I did too. Uh, but what, what's some other thing? And you teaching me your religion. Right. Um, a lot of people uh, just briefly may not know um, I'm Muslim. I became Muslim in, in prison. And, and that is the thing that helped shape and change my life. Of course, you know, Asia, she's a Christian. She came up in a Christian household and very steeped in the church. But I feel like and I, I, I really feel like one of the things that aided her along the way was being able because she met a lot of people. You know, I knew a lot of people, you know, in prison. And when you're in these visiting rooms, it's different cultures and different ways of life that's right next to you. You may have some, you know, a Chinese guy. You may have someone from Africa. You may have someone from Norfolk. Just different backgrounds. And I remember... uh, it was Rafiq. You remember when yeah. when Rafiq, he taught you was the uh, the math. The math, yeah. I was just about to bring him up. You know, that's the one. Another thing that I liked, you know, about visiting you is, you know, you would have different buddies, you know, to, you know, we were really close. I felt like, you know, that they were a part of me, too. You know, they would teach me math tricks. You know, I felt like I was so smart, you know, <laughs> learning those math tricks. Right, right. It's like I said, it's just a unique thing because... Going back to what you first said, and I mean, we, you know, we had bumps in the road. We still have bumps in the road. But I remember uh, when, because uh, you love the Tessa and 
and yeah. Emma. You know what I'm saying? And like, I forgot one time we was, I was at Bassie, we was beefing about something. I forgot what we was beefing about, but you wouldn't come to the table. Like, <laughs> you just stayed over there. I was like, oh, she ain't gonna come. You. Okay, I'm just looking. I'm just looking. I'm like, and you you peeping over there, right? And, but you not coming to the table. I was like, oh, she's just not going. Okay, all right. Well, just stay over there then. Maybe they can get you one of them big ass burgers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was just, it, 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 just coming up with you. It, it was a pleasure because I was more favored than a lot of people. Because, and when you see the, the blessings of God was because it, a, a very tragic thing, not having me and not having your mother. But. God putting my mother, your grandmother, in place for her to take you on. Because what a lot of people don't understand is, is that um, we got to give props to my mother. And we talked about, she talked about her a couple of episodes ago. My mother understood that she had fumbled the ball with me. I'm an only child. She realized she had fumbled the ball. So she, when she got Asia, she seen the mistakes that she had made with me. And she got a second chance with asia so a lot of times asia didn't understand why she was so hard on her why she did this i think now do you feel now like that you're getting older and you're in college and you're turning to a an, an uh, um a young lady why she was like that yeah i remember she would used to tell me you know she she messed up you know but now that she has me you know and i'm doing good that you know she really felt like she did something with me right and she did. She did a marvelous job, you know, along with the rest of the family, you know, on Erlene and, you know, even the men to Floyd. I mean, you know, the way he stepped up, you know, he has to be. And this is my mother's husband. The way he stepped up and 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 took that responsibility on, too, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I can't I can't repay these people for what they did, because, like I said, you made it easy. You know, you made it easy on me being in there, because, like I said, a lot of guys and women, they would call home and to tragedy, you know. So me being in that tragedy, it still was a lot easier. So what are some of the things that you disliked about coming to see? Well, we would stay there the entire time from, you know, right. what was it, 8 o'clock in the morning Right, right, to all three, day, your whole weekend. The whole weekend. So, you know, I'm in school all week. Right. You know, I have to go to school every day of the week, you right, know. Right, Then on the weekend, you just want to sleep in maybe, you right. know, visit your friends, you know, hang out right. with your friends. But, but you got to beat the crowd. So you got to be there like first because if, right. you, if you're there, if, if you get there like noon, you're going to be in line to two. Right. Right, which yeah. a lot of people don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so I, and that's why I say I was fortunate because you guys were coming. A lot of guys didn't get visits. Yeah, our family was very supportive of you, you know. Very much. Even if we didn't feel like coming, you know, we were always there every weekend or every other weekend. We were always there, you know, bringing our little change in the bag. I always <laughs> remember that. And Grandma Havana, she would always count her change before she came. We say we got to have money that. for them burgers. I, I, I remember that. They were, you know, our grandparents are deceased now. They got to see me come home and excel beyond what they thought. Uh, so that was a blessing. But I had a system and this is what a lot of people don't know because like I said the platform is designed for 
the families that go with you into these prison. A lot of people don't know. People don't have anybody to go with them into the prison family wise. Or they may be there if they got to do a stretch, which means a long period of time. They're just not there with them. They may ride a couple of years and people die off or their, their, their strength dies off and they're just you know stuck in the system or lost in the, in the system as they say but i was very fortunate but going back to what you were saying um because prison makes you uh very selfish it makes you think about you like yo y'all coming y'all not gonna come you know what i mean and, and 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 that's a big thing that you said because whether you felt like coming or not y'all still came and that was big because i i needed it to become who I became, you know, so um, I, I really, I really, I thank you guys for that, man, because uh, without y'all, I couldn't have done that like that. And I may have turned out a different way, you know, than what I turned out. So I really, really um, appreciate that. With that said, this is the third episode and we are about to wrap up. Uh, I have one last question for today. How do you escape how do you how do you when you when it becomes too much because a lot of people don't know you you do a lot you've done a lot like i remember your last year of school you know what i'm saying and what you were going through the classes you had to take in you know ending with an associate's degree and so on and so forth you know so how do you escape how do i escape well honestly I just really taught myself how to breathe in every situation and I would always have pick-me-ups, you know, I would talk to myself, you know, motivate myself because if you can't do it, nobody else is going to help you do it. Mm. You have to have the mindset of I can get through this no matter how long it takes me or what I have to do to do it. I am going to do it. You know, you just have to set dates. You have to set goals. You know, you taught me about short term goals, long term goals. You know, that just stuck with me. Absolutely. Absolutely. With that said, this is the third episode of 10 Minutes of Truth with Sean Barksdale. We'll see you guys next week. Need someone to take a load off? Call Whitehead Trucking LLC. That's Whitehead Trucking LLC. 804-586-8727. That's Whitehead Trucking LLC. A load on his truck is a load off your mind. If you'd like to become a sponsor or advertise on 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast, contact me, Sean Barksdale. You can reach me at 434-446-6633 or shoot me a text. Or you can reach us at 10MinutesOfTruth.com. And remember, we'll always provide a platform for your truth on the 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast. What's your truth? On the next series of the 10 Minutes of Truth podcast, we're going to have someone very near and dear to my heart, my sister, Deneen Stokes. Just a little bit about Deneen. At a very early age, a lot of people don't know Deneen went through a lot of hardships moving from New York down here to Virginia. After having her parents incarcerated at the same time, Deneen had to weather the storm on her own. And we're going to have her on to tell the people and to explain to the people how you can endure such trials and tribulations and still make it out on top. Until then, this is Sean Barksdale, and this is 10 Minutes of Truth.